0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. In this weekly show, the Husker Online team will give you the latest insight on Husker football, basketball, baseball, and, of course, recruiting. Now, here's your host. Husker Online publisher, Sean Callahan.
2: Hello here and welcome again to another edition of the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Steve Sippel, Robin Washet. spring football in the books. Now we're turning that page to transfer portal season and it, it came at us hot and hard. Monday was quiet. Um, But then Tuesday and Wednesday, um, we got a nice little six-pack of transfer news, at least as as of taping time. A couple of quarterbacks, Logan Smothers, Richard Torres, go in the portal for Nebraska. Uh, The biggest name by far, defensive lineman Stephen Wynn, Jr., in the portal. Six-year senior, Braxton Clark, who really wasn't a factor at all this spring in the portal. Then a couple of wide receivers that were kind of sandwiched between The veterans that were going to play and then the incoming guys coming in, uh, Victor Jones and Sean Hardy, they go in the portal. So I would say five of these six, I would label a standard portal things with Stefan Wynn being the one that, you know, you kind of just wonder what's his big picture thought here.
3: Well, yeah, you kind of do. First of all, now I've said that I said this on another show I'm just going to establish this. I, I'm surprised at nobody in the world that enters the portal. There's not a player in America that would enter the portal that would surprise me at this point. If Marvin Harrison Jr. enters the portal today, it won't surprise me. It's just that's the way the world is now. I mean, there's a lot of weird things. Hunter Dickinson entered the portal, the Michigan center. Ryan Nemhart entered the portal. Well, I mean, how do you explain it? Mm-hmm. Now, there, that doesn't mean there's some that have bigger impacts than others. Um. None of these are particularly impactful except for when. Well, and what's his loyalty to Nebraska? He'd been, here, he'd been here less than a year. Right. I mean, when he was interviewed late in the spring, he said, I mean, he said the words, I'm just trying to make the best of a bad situation. <laughs> uh, oh my, I was like, is it really that bad here? Uh, I kind of like it. Um, the, but it, yeah, it, he's a loss. When you lose a big body, Twenty that, like a twenty four year old grown man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not a that that's a loss,
0: especially at a position that was already thin. Right. I mean, like absolutely. The, they the, the numbers were already an issue, and he was a guy that you would at least establish towards the front of that depth chart as a guy that would be part of it. You know, if they could recruit him in the in the portal, then great. But if not, then he could be a fixture in that rotation, and
3: now uh, they're left with even a, a bare cupboard. Which now. begs the question in this case, did they tell him to move on? Was there something that we don't know? Did he not like his role? Mm-hmm. That could be. Like that he was going to split snaps with Cam Linhart
2: or, you know, something something like that. Yeah. All I know is this, though, a year ago when he came, the price to get him was high. Like from an NIL, because he was the prettiest girl in the bar at 2 a.m. at that point. And, and they they were able to get him. <laughs> Over Georgia, like, Georgia Tech thought they had him, and the perception out of Georgia Tech was like, man, Nebraska's NIL outbid us and got Stefan Wynn. So he was on a fairly sizable, at that time, market deal, probably to come to Nebraska with NIL involved. Um, but now he goes back in, and I would imagine he's going to be a pretty marketable—I mean, mm-hmm. you know
3: Colorado's going to want him they're gonna
2: yeah, want about- why, yeah they have like I think they need do everybody <laughs>
3: yeah. so i think they're down to two defensive lines a guy like him
2: though. is going to be i think highly attractive and marketable for people in the portal like his so, p- so again why why he's marketable here yeah but how much i mean i'm guessing more people are going to want him even i don't know but yeah I mean, you're right
0: it's, it's, it's free agency you're gonna go out there and find the highest bidder when you put yourself on the market as you know a guy that's played significant snaps at two power five. Programs. Uh, I mean, that's at this time of year, you're going to be a hot commodity, and you're probably going to make a lot more than what you probably would have been making here at Nebraska, just because there's going to be a team that is more desperate to Everyone get a guy. needs like that. that guy.
3: Yeah, exactly. In- again, inclu- yeah, it's interesting. I this is that one's interesting to me. I mean, for a lot of reasons, include mostly the ones we discussed. He was he was a rotational player last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and a bit underwhelming, 22 tackles and nine of them came against Georgia Southern
0: considering what he was and the price tag that Sean just talked about, you know, the Alabama guy, like you thought this
3: was like a future pro and he was just, he was a depth guy, right? he still believes he's a future pro again, going back to his spring comments. He, he wants to, he, his plan this year was, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, put it on film that I can play in the NFL and maybe it's possible he felt like he wasn't going to get the reps to do that at
2: Nebraska. And it was probably I mean, you got to think in his mind he might have known he was going to do this all along. Who knows? Yeah. Um I honestly think if you wait till the spring, it it just from what we're seeing right now there's less out there right now. So like you 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 become less talent? Yeah, less available in the portal. Yeah. I mean, you become pretty look at Elante Brown. He's got Colorado, he's got Michigan State, Purdue. he's got Purdue yeah. among others. Um, Elante Brown's got three uh, that we know of quality power fives right there. Yep, those mm-hmm. are
3: good. You're right. That's good. we Where
2: here. He was guaranteed nothing. You know, he was going to have to like re-earn everything back. Now he's going to be the new, the new girl walking in the hallways. I'm I'm, I'm in on these uh, <laughs> 2 a.m.
3: Abby's just rolling her eyes <laughs> over there. I'm sorry, Abby. I, no, I'm now. being cringy, Abby. Sorry. <laughs> A little street there, south though. Um, yeah, it's the south. O hey, hey! <laughs> d- now you're gonna kill me for asking this, or you're gonna be happy. I don't know. D- it depends on your answer. Um, do we ha- do? Is on three have a ranking of the available players in the? Portal? They do. Yes, uh, we have uh, a transfer portal
2: wire page um, that ranks Does the it basically available. rank them. Yes. Oh God. Um, that's- and that's what Matt Zenith and his crew do, you know. Okay, like, I'm glad I asked the whole time. So yeah, we definitely have like a transfer portal port like page for On Three that ranks the top available players. But do you know how many? Um, let's see the top, like the top available player right now. Let's see. I'm. I'm that's I fine. Gotta, right, just do it. it. It's Travis Hunter. He, he's okay. Good. That's what I saw. I wondered if. The, but it he's it really to speak, yeah. So it like speaks
3: to what Sean said. I've available though, I'm I'm, I'm not yeah. talking
2: guys guys that are available now. There you go, best available. Okay,
0: best available is Jordan Hudson, the SM no TCU transfer wide receiver star, star. How many
2: stars? Former four star. Okay. So yeah, there's and he he's looking to go to Auburn or SMU. It's saying Jaleel Tucker um, is an Oregon guy as a okay. corner that is you know up there so yeah there's there's not a lot in there like i felt like last year there was more i mean Oshawn mathis and some of the guys yeah. that trey palmer to put
0: yeah. in perspective victor jones is 100th
2: okay on the transfer portal rankings okay like where's elante brown at let's see for some reason he hasn't come up Mm-mm.
3: neither does win okay not well that's their fret i mean wins really fresh yeah it's a
2: very fluid
3: tool right but- the
2: quarterbacks, I'll be like Richie Torres, Rick, mm-hmm. Richard Torres. He'll he'll end up <laughs> um, at Texas San Antonio or somewhere like that. I'm sure. He'll. I mean, Kansas State wanted Richard Torres at high school. He'll he'll have opportunities. He's got four years. Just wasn't going to work here. Logan Smothers, you wonder if that, You He's think that junior. was a forced move, or
3: do you think that was his move? That's a good question because they're looking for that position to run, which is his forte. And he's, he's an okay thrower. I mean, we always talked about his arm strength being an issue, and it was. I I think they probably – Sean forced – I again, I, now I think we got to be careful with the words we say. I don't think Rule forces anybody out. I think he tells them where they're at. He's got a very honest picture. Well, they have to, have to force some guys out because of
2: the, the roster like they can not ask you back on your roster spot. Okay. I mean they have to. They're
3: over by like I mean if you presented to Logan Smothers that you're not in the top 3. I mean you're just not um and it's going to be hard for you to crack that. Then what?
2: You know. I mean imagine an airplane. It's an oversold airplane right now. Mm-hmm. And you're asking people who wants to get off. Yeah. Take the vouchers. Yep. Get off now. <laughs> Here we go. And if, if they don't get <laughs> enough go, people Ralph. off the plane, <laughs> right? Then all of a sudden, then you gotta then you then you start taking right. people off right. based on the based fair on. the fair class of their ticket. Like, okay. Like what? Whatever letter grade their their fare class they bought at is, yeah. and then they force you off the plane. Right. So did they? Yeah. So yeah, Matt rules in this stage where they're offering free vouchers and hotels and and miles to people to get off the plane. But if that if they don't get enough people off the plane, they got to start taking people off the
3: plane. Yeah, I think it's going pretty well. So far. no, so far, yeah, six and, six down and yeah. When win is like the biggest
0: stunner. Like okay, you know, it's, six it's down now. Awesome. How many to go? Is the yeah, question. that's and. Seven.
3: and
2: Seven. Will there be bigger names? Right.
0: That's that's what we need to find out.
2: Yeah. The, uh, what I'm watching closely is Kicker. Okay. Timmy Bleak rode
3: that one to watch. Like, mm-hmm. can they keep him and... Carrying two, two scholarship Kickers? That's... How often is that done? I don't know. Sean? Two scholarship. Seems like
2: rare. Major League, when Jake Taylor goes, look, it's a great idea. We're keeping three catchers this year, Skip. And Jake Taylor and the skip goes, we're not. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you just don't do it. I mean, it's just not. Yeah, you know, it doesn't seem sound financially. It's a you you can't. I mean, the books don't say, and right. And Alvano's
3: a generational talent.
2: Bleak Road, I mean,
3: Bleak Road missed from 43 and 46 in a spring game. The wind was made a a 49 yarder, made a 49er, niner. Um, (laughs) he uh missed from 43 and 46, wind was a big factor. I mean, it was a, It was. He was basically kicking into a, a into it. it was swirl. It all swirls in that stadium, so it's really hard to deal with. But he, you know, I watched it. He should. He probably should have made the forty-three yarder. So we're right? not. I mean, it's a forty-three yarder.
2: Yeah, Alvano didn't have any problems a few months ago. Yeah. So we're not done. Lots to keep up on, but six names officially in the portal as of Wednesday afternoon for Nebraska. When we come back, let's delve more into offensive storylines. Out of the spring we're turning the page looking ahead now from what we've learned and what's next you're listening here to the husker online show hi it's sean callahan with husker online we all have smartphones and we all know they're pretty amazing but they also can be amazingly distracting especially when we're around other people so us cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five that's right a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones and see what we find. Learn more at uscellular.com slash built for us.
1: You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska Athletics. And we're back here on the Husker
2: Online Show. Sean Callahan, Steve Sippel, Robin Washit, as we are talking spring football. We hit on Transfer Portal out of the gates. I want to close spring ball on just the offense and, and kind of where this unit's at, kind of what's next, what we liked, what our concerns were. And let, let's start with that. Let's, I'll start with what I liked. I, I liked Jeff Sims and just how fluid he made his throws. He was 9 of 13, um, had a nice touchdown run. And we've talked about this already. I think, I think it's going to be tough for Casey Thompson, but that, how that battle looks will be something to watch I liked Billy Kemp and what he brought to the table this spring. And yeah, I think I like just the running back depth of where they're at. I don't know who the number one
3: is, but I think they've got depth, and that's good. Yeah, and everybody's got to say, what about the offensive line? That's, I thought in the spring game, and I was just telling you guys off air, my initial thought was they really struggled. After watching it on TV, rewatching watching a game, I wouldn't say they struggled that much. Um, pass blocking even wasn't that bad. Now, there there were a break, few glaring, yeah, plays. There were a few glaring plays where, like, uh, Cam Lenhart ripped it, ripped around the edge. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Human Allen did that. Um, I don't know if I pronounce his name right. Prince Will, uh, Kai Walling had some some moments, but generally, I thought they held up pretty well. Now, run blocking, running backs didn't put up numbers. I mean, you can't you can't portray it any differently. They didn't. None of those guys, I think the longest run was 11 yards. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. The offensive line was, I would say, fine. Um, I thought the push
0: in the run game initially, like with that top group. Got some. I mean, it was serviceable. I mean, I think there's something that if, if that's consistent, you'll take that. I mean, yeah. when, you're, when you're getting two or three yards downfield with that push, I mean, yeah. they were winning a lot of times off the ball, which mm-hmm. could not be said several
2: times heard in several games last season. Right. I, so I, I took agree.
0: that as a positive. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I just – you just wonder what's Prohoska going to bring. Right. Mm-hmm. When he comes back. Yeah, he didn't play it. Are well. we going to get the Teddy Prohoska as a freshman that we're still thinking about today? Are we going to get the one that was a little bit sluggish last year that came back too early that got hurt? Mm-hmm. And you heard Teddy say he's he was 330 pounds. He put on a lot of weight in this. So I think for Teddy. What, last year? Yeah, over the shoulder surgery rehab, um, he put on weight. And, he, and during the knee, he said he lost weight. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, the way is, you know, he's got to get himself quick enough because the, the kick steps of those tackles has oh, been God. a major liability. I mean, some of, like, some of the worst I've ever seen. On any offensive line anywhere the last few years, when in the pro football focus grades reflect that, as Nebraska has been ranked dead last two years in a row mm-hmm. for all power five football for offensive pass blocking protection.
0: How much do you think this emphasis with strength and conditioning on mobility and bending will improve Knee pass braces. blocking when you're talking about having two tackles that are 6'10 and however tall Ben Hart is, 6'8'9? Nine. 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 The fact that, I mean, Ben Hart talked about that like right before the spring game when he did his interview session. He talked about how the biggest difference for him has been that emphasis to okay. where he's able to to bend. He's able to get low mm-hmm. and get leverage. And it just seems for the big guy like that, mm-hmm. that's critical. yeah I oh, mean, no the, the, the run game is, is fine because you, you're dictating it. But when you're reacting, you got to be able to move. And I wonder if this emphasis on movement, mobility, mm-hmm. flexibility, all that stuff, how much that's going to help those two tackles
3: in particular, when it comes to that pass block conversation. Oh, I, I think it would help. I, you, I, come on. I, I, look at Ben Hart. Megan had that. Well, there's a photo of him right there. Look at him. I mean, he's, his upper body is, he's trim. He's lean. Now, listen, you know this. Teddy, you, too. You, you cover basketball. If you don't have quick feet, you don't have quick feet. If you have, if you have big ankles and you can't move, that's not, mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter what your upper body looks like. So I don't know.
0: But if you don't have there's leverage, this, I mean that's be, true.
3: you can be fast and you're just gonna get knocked back. Right. That's true. So well I'm not gonna make any predictions about that line. No. That's I, still
0: the number one concern for me on to this be. entire team. It, has to it be. was going in the spring, it still is. And it has to be. There's been a lot of encouraging reports, mm-hmm. but from what we've seen that didn't do
3: much to change yeah. change that level. of concern You know what the good news, Rob and Sean, is? We're going to find out right away. That's the beauty of a game like Minnesota. Absolutely, you're going to find out right away how much progress legit they get. Big Ten line yeah. program. Yep,
0: a line that's had a lot of success against Nebraska's offensive mm-hmm. line. Now on the, the flip side,
2: years. Colorado like. You would, I like this matchup for Nebraska. Cause yeah. Are you telling me that Deion Sanders is going to basically be able to bring in an expansion team of new players, oh, a good get point. them fed, yeah. trained, used to the altitude in a few months' time? I don't think so. Yeah, you can
0: go get a bunch of good players. Doesn't mean they're going to gel together and be. They're, they're not going to have a full practice together until the start of fall camp. I, I don't I mean, know think how about
1: that. Could that. Let
0: like alone. 80% like, of your roster is not on
2: campus yet. How does that work? <laughs> Let alone getting used to the altitudes. Yeah. I mean, that's not easy. Yeah.
0: No, like, you're right. And, I mean, and it's always a risk with portal guys in general. And now you're building an
3: entire team through the portal? Good luck. I, I just think it's going to be a slow build there. I, I Come on. Like you're saying, this, is, this isn't this is like Lincoln Capital's indoor football Persian <laughs> Auditorium. Great <laughs> reference. Right. right? <laughs> I mean, you just can't put together a team like yeah. that in major college football.
2: I agree. Yeah. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show as we talk – um, some more storylines on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, the question now is: Do they need to go on the portal? Where would they go? I mean, I think offensive line. When I look at this team, that's the only thing you would go for. But really, would you go right now? Well, if you found the right guy, but you're it's a big if. Are you gonna? Fi- I don't think you're yeah. gonna find the right
3: no. guy. That's the that's the problem. I don't think that's one of the positions, Sean. Uh, with due respect, I would I wouldn't mess with it.
2: Rule kind of hit it at that right. too. Yeah, I don't think you're gonna be able to find the right kind of guy. Well, yeah, they, and it's not like they're really hurting for depth there. No, and I think everyone's like, I mean, that's where they could have got the Stanford guy, Walter Rouse. That, right. That's that's he wouldn't have practiced this spring
3: though, because he was going to have a knee injury. No, oh, he had a knee injury, injury. Yeah, he was. not We wouldn't have seen Walter Rouse this spring. Yeah, so right, I don't.
0: Right now, you're getting Hunter Anthony. You know, like they're getting that to that caliber Kevin of player, like like a depth guy. Yeah, like you're not getting an instant impact plug and play starter. I and mean, if not. you, probably you know, not. if that player is available, Nebraska's chances because everybody's going to want that guy. Yeah. Like every power team in the country. So
3: where, so where do you look? Um, I mean, I think you could use a another big time receiver. Again, hard to find big time, but maybe you get a big a bigger body. You know, a, a taller, longer receiver. Xavier's good, and if if he's if Xavier Betts is a third option, which it looked looked like on Saturday, Kemp being the first option, mm-hmm. Washington being, you know, one B. If Xavier Betts, who started, um, if he's your third option, you're pretty good there. Castaneda Garcia Castaneda there too. Um, yep, yeah, you're you're all right there, but you could use maybe. If there's one that presents himself and is interested, I wouldn't turn it down. Now, you could say that about almost any position. If right. a good if a good player presents himself. That's the
0: thing. It's got to be the right guy. Yeah. The Right place, right time, all that sort of stuff. So
3: Uh, defensive I, line. I yeah. Mean, that's the priority. Yeah. Defensive line. Yeah. I mean, now with the win thing. Too. And I'm talking big body defensive line. I'm I, You know the thing about the thing about that scrimmage is, is what it showed me is those guys like Princewell and Cam Lenhardt are they look ready to me? Yeah, and so yeah, so that's less of a priority on the outside lineman, more of a priority on the big Maverick Noonan too. On the bit, yeah, mm-hmm. Noonan's pretty good too. B- bigger priority on the like the polar bears, you know, and like guys that look like Stephon. Wayne and there, I think there's a thought though, like for Matt Rule,
2: like he's not necessarily just worried about next year. He's he's looking in the big picture. That's a good point. Yeah, you know, I, I talked to somebody you know, from the frost regime this week about that. And he's like, probably the biggest mistake we did was we tried to do too much in that first year, tried to bring in too many guys where they would have been better off. Maybe taking 15 guys and then holding 10 spots to use in 2019 instead of overdoing the 20, you, you get so anxious. Oh, yeah. oh, you got, that's the world. I mean, it's speed. It's dating. hard to sell like, slow build in this world. No doubt. It, it's hard to, but it's never been harder.
3: But it's you hard to case. speed date and put together a successful marriage. Yeah, there's, a, there's got to there's be a fine line in that conversation somewhere. Like you can't really learn enough about a recruit right. in a week. Nope. <laughs> I mean, no, it's bizarre right now. really is. Yeah, that speed dating world's bizarre. I mean, so it, and it's got, yeah, it can produce some bizarre results. All right, when we
2: come back, let's let's shift to defense because there, there was a lot to talk about with Tony White and, and what's next for that
1: group. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show. You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. And we're back here
2: on the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Steve Sippel, Robin Washington, just reminiscing some uh, – we were talking about that oversold plane analogy, reminiscing some fun travel stories here off the air.
3: Yeah, in Ireland. We're in Ireland. God i I can't go back there fast enough
2: our Florida state guys at warchan mm-hmm. they're already working with the game organizers to kind Are of they? set up their deal like we had you're so. not setting it up for them
3: <laughs> I
2: got Sean. the do- i opened the door <laughs> for u s
0: ambassador
2: to Ireland <laughs> <laughs> at this point <laughs> Sean would be a great one. I think he would. I mean, I had to take down an entire rumor of the game being moved to Vegas by just internet people that wanted to take down the trip that had no truth to it at all. And, and, and everyone was mad at me. I'm like, I the know. game's not moving to Vegas. Right. Was, staying in Ireland. You gotta, know, that's love strange. You gotta love
3: it. Right. <laughs> gotta love it. Gotta love it. Gotta
2: love the internet and the rumors. But no. um, let's let's ship the focus now to Nebraska's defense, Tony White. We got our first look at the 335. I saw a lot of flying around. I saw a lot of playmakers. I love MJ Sherman. I love the young guys. We hit on Stefan Wynn now leaving. He was working with that number two defense. Um, You know, there's definitely some things to like about this, this team. Um, But I still think, can this work in the big 10? Can you, can you be undersized and play fast in this league? Or do you need to have the big bodies
3: to match up late in the year? Well, they have some big bodies and, I think they have probably not enough. I don't think they do. They have they do have material though. They have some explosion. Um, They're way better
0: on the edges, it seems.
3: Yeah, Uh, the three three five. Now you notice that a lot of the time they're not in a three three five. I mean, it's a lot of four down. They're they're in a four man front a lot of the time. They'll move in and out, like most teams do. That's Mm -hmm. why I never, I never get too wrapped up in that that discussion. Um, But I like some of the material. That, I mean, I just watch the game and think, can, is this team, what's this team, how's it project into the autumn? Looks pretty good. I mean, I think they look like a team that can be, play in a bowl game. They, they, they're not great, they have deficiencies, the main one being, and let's be honest, how many NFL players surefire do you see out there right now that'll be in the draft next year? That, I mean, you got to think about that. Surefire. You know? Newsome, maybe. Yeah, Newsom, I would say Newsom. There's not many you can just reel off next year. So that's, that's. Like, you can't even say Reimer at this point. No. You know, not really. I mean, he's a good college player. He's, he's arguably their best player on defense. But no, you can't really. He's a little undershot. Like Ty Robinson, you can't say. Mm-mm. Right now, it's hard. Um, there's guys that eventually, I think... Yeah, that have the potential, Yeah, but they're not talking there about, yet. Right, I'm talking right. About, and I'm talking about
0: next year. They're on no early mocks that are going to be posted on Saturday night and
3: Sunday morning. That so that's... <laughs> I try to do that where I, I look at it that way because you're playing opponents that do have that. Yep. I mean, you're playing Michigan that you could go to their starting lineup right now and probably pick five guys that are going to be NFL mm-hmm. draft picks And they're number twos. <laughs> <laughs> so some of that, yeah. So there's... I try to think of it that way. All Americans, all Big Ten players. Did you are are there surefire all Big Ten players out there that you saw? No, there's really not. So that's we have to. I think we have to ramp up that discussion. And
2: who's the only draft pick for Nebraska like surefire right now? Trey Palmer, and you saw the impact what a draft pick can do on a game. One hundred percent, no doubt. A draft pick changes a game. That's just a Jimmy's in the Joes.
3: That's just a draft pick. Sean, you're old enough. Rob, you're old enough. You're all, you're old enough to remember when Nebraska had all American players. Now the last one was Levante David. That was 2011. That's the last all American state college. They're playing a top ten Penn
2: State team without Joe Paul. It's second and two. Levante okay. David stuffs them. It's yeah. third and one. Levante David stuffs them. It's fourth and one. Levante David stuffs them. Right, Game really over. Neat.
0: Look at their last first rounders and just the impact those players had. Randy Gregory or would have would have been a first rounder. You oh, know he like would those have absolutely he's Prin- going to be a top, Prince top five. Of pick. Prince yeah. Mukamara. Like yeah. I mean, you're talking about like elite level players that have yeah. gone on to have right long yeah. NFL careers and mm-hmm. like. That's, what, that's the
3: difference. Like Jake
2: Locker, remember how good, he was a first-round draft pick quarterback, in Nebraska's secondary in Seattle
3: made him look locked silly. Locked him down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now that, and that's what I'm saying. We have to get back to – to, we have to emphasize that part of the discussion. I mean, again, you haven't had an All-American at Nebraska since 2011. Okay? You haven't had an All-American offensive lineman at Nebraska since 2001. Okay, we, what do we always say? Well, you got to win in the trenches. They used to regularly produce all American offensive linemen at Nebraska. Regularly. You can just look at the decade. Look at the decade of the 90s. There were six or seven. Um, eight, eight, I think. There were eight in the 90s. Go back to the 80s, there were some. Um, if you just look at the 2000, Nebraska had two of them Russ Holstein and Dominic Rayol. And they had two all American offensive linemen, okay? Um, that and you know he had phenodi on that in that group He had three guys that's what it takes i mean that that's what you need well even just like an all big
2: 10 level player I mean, yeah I like, just all american i'm talking How not about second third teams. don't minimize it all the time i mean i, I, I mean a first team all big 10 player, then you're probably almost you're you're really
3: right. an all american yeah,
2: you're almost i mean when the league yeah. is now like Right, mm-hmm. S- 16 teams.
3: I mean, go to the 90s when you had Stein, Wieger, All-American, All-American. You had Aaron Taylor, All-American. You had uh, Shields, All-American. Now, those are just off the top of my head. I, I might have missed one or two in there. And that's how, what happened. And why, is it, why do we never talk about it? Well, I think we do <laughs> when we talk
0: about why Nebraska's not winning the Big Ten. It's line play. Yeah. And that's a direct go get those guys. correlation no, there.
2: And there's no shortcuts. You can maybe at some places have shortcuts to building a line because you have access to talent. Uh-huh. Nebraska doesn't have access to talent. They have to build their lines the right way. Mm-hmm. You can't just you – know you you're not in a highly populated area where you can just plug in guys. Right. Like you, you have to find guys, develop them, and teach them the right
0: way. Yeah, yeah. And the development,
2: that's – that's the part of it. They've got, big, got, they've got
0: NFL, multiple NFL linemen over the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. Guys that start. They're guys that are captains yep. on their team. But they're, they, for some reason, from their profile as a high school recruit to their NFL career, there's a lull when they come to Nebraska.
2: Or they play these guys that's, too. That's or, a huge red flag. They play these guys maybe a year or two earlier. Mm-hmm. Then they should. Yeah. They're not quite ready. And then they're not ready. Like, look, yeah, like Nick okay. Gates
0: getting thrown into the
2: fire Turner right away. Corcoran. Think about Turner Corcoran. Yeah, it's a great example. Like, his best game was the Rutgers game when he first came out, you know, when he took over from Brandon Hymas. And Brandon Hymas um, left early, left early mm-hmm. for the Rutgers game in 2020. And then we never, you know, then he tried to play hurt in 2021 at Illinois. And he hadn't been the same since. Mm-hmm. Like, he just has not been that level of player that we saw where we were at Rutgers.
3: We're like, man, this guy's going to be a, again, the next great one. It goes back to what we said. It's hard in this world. And it's hard at Nebraska to be patient. I mean, it gets hot here fast. And yeah. Cause there's like 85 hours of talk
2: radio a day. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. 55 we're doing, of us at practice. We're doing three
3: podcasts a week.
2: There's 55
3: of us interviewing a third string quarterback at practice. Yeah, I know. Well, that's good and bad. It's good and bad. Yeah. It's not. It's not all bad. I mean, the kids love that yeah. attention. It's not all bad. I mean, that's you'd rather have it that way than cricket. Yeah, that kind of stuff is the
0: reason these kids are making the NF, nil money right. they're making right now. So there's a trade-off. There's a big trade-off.
2: So it'll be interesting to see though in the portal if Nebraska pursues anybody and what Matt Rule will do with those scholarship numbers as they're still trying to get to 85, but will they make room to add any more players? And I think a lot of that will depend on who are those players available. All right, when we come back, we're going to bring in Abby Barmore, take some questions in the mailbag next. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show. Sean's
1: going with the Seminole Nation. This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. And we're back here on the Husker Online Show. Sean Calais and Steve Seminole, Robert Washington. Still talking about
2: Ireland off air, but um, time to take your questions in the mailbag. Let's welcome in Abby Barmore, a uh, very busy week for Abby Barmore, um, not only wrapping up spring practice, she did a great depth chart breakdown for us on Husker Online this week after yeah. the spring game, mm-hmm. uh, but you got volleyball. Number one, Huskers are in Central City for their big scrimmage on Saturday, but also the tickets went on sale for the game in Memorial Stadium um, that's going to be the largest volleyball crowd ever in the history of the sport. Um, what can you share with us, Abby, on um, this weekend and then the, the the future ticket sales?
4: Yeah, starting off with the ticket sales, they actually opened the south side because they had been selling so many tickets. So um, it's looking very good that they're going to absolutely crush that record and no one's ever going to try to compete with it. And as for the exhibition match this weekend, it's against Wichita State at 2 o'clock. Um, Nebraska has a lot going on. They have six new players that they're trying to bring in, and that's almost half of their roster. So those are going to be some girls you want to look at. And most importantly, Merritt Beeson, the transfer from Florida, she's going to be on that right side, and she's going to bring a lot to that team. And that setter battle, too, they have Kennedy Orr coming back, and then freshman Bergen Riley that um, is really going to push her and force her to be great, which she kind of struggled with last year. So there's a lot to watch this weekend.
2: Are you looking forward to going to Central City?
4: Oh yeah. Have you Big ever been? Central City fan. I have not been. It'll be an experience.
2: All right, I'll tell you this is a random nugget about Uh-oh. Central City. They of course the, you know things about Central City. They have the like nicest dairy queen I've ever seen. No like good. like a built from the ground, like stone. Like you go up there and you're just like, This is the Taj Mahal dairy queen. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. And it was is this our, have uh, you my, seen it recently? Oh yeah. Really? We got some friends that um have a cabin up there, so we've gone up there, but Dan Jackson, our, our friend, he's now at Vanderbilt. He was recruiting a guy, and he's like, I'm just sitting up here in Central City. And he, go, he goes, I go, let me guess. You're at the Dairy Queen. He goes, how'd you know? I go, that's about the best place to go in Central City. That's
3: interesting. Hmm. I have to check it out. Drive that's by the absolutely. big Dairy Queen. You'll, how, you'll, how does it compare to the Crete Dairy Queen? The D- Crete Dairy Queen's really yeah, nice. Yeah,
2: small there. towns in Nebraska, you don't mess with their Dairy Queens or their Pizza Hut's.
3: Okay, okay. <laughs>
2: I just drove the the Wahoo Pizza Hut. I drove through Wahoo last night, and and, and it was hopping. Serious Pizza Hut. You would have thought it was 1987. I mean, this Pizza Hut was rolling.
3: Hmm. God darn. (laughs) All
2: right, let's get to the (laughs) mailbag. What do you Hmm. got?
4: All right, what players can make the biggest push in the summer?
3: Hmm. Casey Thompson? Hmm. Well, that's when the push begins. I mean, June is big. I know I, I, I can tend to repeat myself. I'm old, and that's what we do when we get older. But the that June, June. I can remember when Robin and I were, and Sean, um, were doing the interviews last, last summer. Mm-hmm. It was almost like we were talking last summer, June, like we were talking to players in season, yeah. right? It almost felt like that, that they, 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 they call it kind of, it's kind of unorganized, but it's really not unorganized. Yeah. It's, it's
0: voluntary, quote unquote. But yeah,
3: even the players give you the quotes.
0: Yeah. Voluntary. It was like every day. Like they were like, they would show up to those things like exhausted because they'd already been up since five or six in the morning working out and doing all that stuff. So, I mean, it's there's no
3: off season. There's no sitting around going, uh, going on dude trips or anything like that. Push Gunnarsson. I think like that's a guy. It's interesting. That position got interesting because of Lenhart and Prince Will. So, what, what, I mean, Gunnarsson's gonna have to fight now for time, you know? All those guys are going to have to fight mm-hmm. for time, but Gunnarson's Blaze Gunnarson's an example, a guy that comes to mind. Uh, who else? Um, well, let's think about the guys that were out. That,
0: Marquise Buford. Yeah, Buford Robinson. Uh, you know, guys that haven't practiced. Right. Really, oh, no, at all. Yeah, yeah. That. Thank God for Robinson. Yeah, I know. He becomes significantly more important now. Yeah. A.J. That, Allen. Those receivers, A.J. Allen.
3: Oh, A.J. Allen's a great example. He needs to have a good summer.
0: There's some young receivers that are going to show up. They're going to have a big window of opportunity to make a
2: make a statement. Malachi, Does Cole A.J. Malachi. Allen want a battle? Like, that's the – I mean, like, we know what this kid can do. Mm-hmm. Does he want to fight? Because it's a we new – We saw st- a
3: fight last year.
2: Right. It's a new staff, though. That's true. They're a clean slate, and they, they like Gabe Irvin. Mm-hmm. And he
0: missed, he missed a big chunk of time this spring, so – Got some yeah. More to do. yeah. All right.
2: Next question.
4: With Casey Thompson starting to throw, how do you see the quarterback competition going during the summer?
2: That will be interesting because Casey's not going to just back down.
3: Nope. Nope. He will not back down. But it will make both those guys better. Right. It will. The question is can Casey do enough damage as a runner to, pre- to present to that staff? Yeah, he, I can do this. That's that's probably the question because Casey is a better thrower. Be- definitely a better downfield thrower. Mm-hmm. He is. I mean, I've heard about Sims this spring. I've seen Sims. He he's a good thrower, but Casey's a better downfield thrower. So, I don't know. Just to, you know, it comes back to what's the exactly what exactly is the staff looking for. Yeah.
0: And, you know, the the durability factor. Casey's got a long history of injuries. Now that he played through
3: but he's been banged up. So yeah, so has the other guy. So has Sims.
1: Yeah.
0: he's
3: ba- He was banged up a lot at Georgia Tech. They've missed a lot of time. So both that of in
0: itself would be incentive for, for
3: both those guys. I mean, oh, you, absolutely. Even, uh, even if you don't win the starting job, if you're going to run that position, no way they're getting through unscathed. Yeah. They need them both. That's the bottom line.
4: Yeah, I think
2: so. If I they agree. can figure this out, I, they're going to need them both hopefully at some point. Next question.
4: What freshman could make the biggest impact this fall?
3: Ooh. Jeez, those two, those two edge rushers looked – like, Cam Lenhart doesn't look like a freshman. No, no, he doesn't. They Those guys look like they can make an Uman impact. Ooman Yellen. Yeah. Um, Princewell. Yeah. I mean, would
0: it be stunning if either one of those guys won a starting job?
3: No.
2: They're high on Princewell. I'd say one of them, I think, will. I in don't fact, think. you almost wonder if that factored into win. Princewell yeah. and then Lenhart. They're different,
3: though. They're, di- they're...
2: Their defensive end, I mean, they play off. I mean, they're defensive ends inside the 3 4 or the 3 3 5. Win can. Wynn wasn't it really a nose? Was he? Yeah, I mean he played he was so he is the backup to Nash. Yeah, he's a nose.
3: So he was okay. Well, he yeah. but he could play off and play on. They all have to. It mm-hmm. just depends on what they're facing and where you're how you're lined up. So I don't like to get into that discussion. But Wynn is a three hundred and ten pounder um, or three hundred twenty pounder, and Prince Will is probably two forty. So it's they're Sean. They're, those are different players. Princewells literally said he, he worked to get up to two thirty nine. I mean, they were working him a linebacker this spring. Right, w- w- Win is a three three hundred pounder. Different, different. They're they're asking different things of those guys. Sean. Next question.
4: What position group or players is Nebraska hope that they're going to get through the transfer portal?
0: Offensive line. I mean, yeah, offensive line, defensive line, one, defense, defensive yeah, line. defensive line, one, offensive line,
2: two. I, I, I mean, trying to find one of those guys. So yeah, good it's, luck. It's like I want to try to lose ten pounds this week. I mean, it's just not easy <laughs> to do, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, wanna I'm going to just that. go on a diet and lose ten pounds. Yeah. I mean,
3: that, that's like what it's like to find one of those by men. Monday. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, again, what I just say about the portal is when you ever ask a, if you ask a coach that question, Abby. They, first of all, they'll say, well, you're always looking for big bodies. And then usually the answer is, if there's a good player, we're interested. And he's, and he's interested in us, we're interested. doesn't matter the position. Quarterback would be a little – be very interesting. I don't think you'll see it. Next question.
4: We saw two Big Ten football coaches fired last season. Both were in the middle of the season. Going into this season, which coaches are on the hot seat?
3: Hmm. What about Kirk Ferentz? Geez, I don't think he's on a hot Well, it's
2: season. tense the, there with his son. Not to, to f- the point where he's like a mid season firing, certainly.
3: No, he's like the no, king of j- just, just it's getting dicey there though. Like the, the Indiana press- coach, I think. Yeah. you wonder about Fitzgerald too. Now you could come back and say, Isn't he like Ferenc, kind of the king? But man, they're coming off three and nine and one and eleven. Mm-hmm. I mean three and nine In and one. And the portal and era has crushed them.
0: Now they are making a huge investment with all the new facilities there. They yeah. have just built that.
2: Yeah, but if you can't get into school there as a transfer, right. it's pretty hard. I mean, they, they don't just let you transfer to Northwestern. You have to meet their criteria to get in there. So that being said, you know, I guess how big
0: of a priority is it to go get a splash hire when you have an established identity in a face of your program in Fitzgerald that recruits the type of players that you want and you've made all this investment to helping him I don't know. Three and nine, one and eleven. They have another. If they have another year like that, I
3: think they stick with them though. Like I, I I mean, Christmas. I mean, how far can you let it go? That's the question.
0: The thing is, they've been. Let me just. What three years ago they were. They won the West, right? Yes, three years ago, in the COVID year, yeah. in the COVID year. So, I mean, before that, it was like every other year they were competing to go to the Big Ten Championship. Yeah. So, like, they're not yes. that far removed from having a really successful I guess
3: well, I would say we're a little more patient with the Northwestern coach than we are with the Nebraska coach. <laughs> well, and they had, they had a left
2: tackle that's going to be a first-round pick. Their quarterback was at South Carolina, and he beat Georgia in the right, game. I mean, let's,
3: let's see a Rule throws a 3-9 and 1-11, and and what we're talking about. All right? I mean, well, the problem it's, different. it's a different conversation.
2: More opponent fans go to their games than Northwestern. Like, who are the Northwestern fans is, like, the bigger question.
3: Like, do they yeah. even really have a fan base, you know, that locally all their graduates leave? Right, so back to the question. Is it Tom, is it Tom Allen? Is he an obvious? He's definitely up there. Yeah. Definitely. Um, who else would be on that list? I mean, there's I mean, so many new coaches. East. Like, Rutgers is fine. Right. Maryland's fine. <laughs>
0: What if uh, Michigan houses Ohio State again?
3: Yeah, it's not midseason, but. It, like, well, no, that's a legit question. I mean, it is legit. The question. expectations at Ohio legit. State are so outrageous. You lose three straight times to Michigan and you don't win the Big Ten three straight years. Oh, you're in trouble. That's not just saying. lose,
2: but get it jammed up you. Yeah. 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 I mean, embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> jammed up I mean, it was like a hardball, a like paddling. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys, if that, but that got sus- a little, they get a little, <laughs> bit, <laughs> little <That> graphic, shot? Did <laughs> that rattle the uh, fan base here of the Oscar
3: Online show? Yeah, Ooh. no, Day would be in trouble. No, I'm not. No, I,
0: mean, I, I kind of said that somewhat tongue-in-cheek, no. but on, I think there's no, a I've bit told of validity s- to that.
3: Yeah, I've told that story. <laughs> I was standing in my kitchen almost in utter amazement when they introduced Day as the head coach, and at the podium, Gene Smith, Gene Smith the AD, puts his arm on his shoulder and says, and you know, we expect to win them all. Mm. I was just like, gee, Christmas. Yeah. Expect to win them all. He said, and you know, we expect to win them all.
2: Well, Wisconsin, to got, yep. Wisconsin hired the coach that Ohio State probably would have hired. Luke Fickle.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: I mean, would that, I if, think so, if, yeah. if they would have left to the NFL, don't you think Luke Fickle would have been one of the first guys yes. they went after? Yep, I do. I think that's exactly right. All right, final question.
4: What are the top three favorite pizza places in Lincoln?
2: Mm. Isles for me, probably one. Okay, Isles is up there. That was going to be my pick. Lazari's yeah.
0: too. I've always been a Lazari's guy. i go back Lazari's. to
2: the college days. I just like Godfather. I really like Godfather's. Can <laughs> is I say there that? Godfather's left? Yeah. Yeah. Is, is, yeah, 33rd, is there one in
3: Lincoln? 33rd and oh. no. Yeah, Simple doesn't cross, oh, I forgot. Yeah, right. right, I stand on the north side. <laughs> That's on the south side, by the way. It's on the south side. By the side. Starbucks there. Yeah, it's on the south, south, south side of 33rd and <laughs> uh, Ramos, I like Ramos. Oh, well, sure. Ramos is good. Isles is pretty good. Isles is a great place to go. It's, it's great out. Yeah, I just never go there because it's so far away. I mean, you no, got to like right carve right. out
2: an extra hour to go there. I mean, that's that's the problem. But it's it's worth it. Oh, it's, it's worth it. The taco pizza. The, oh um, god, the, that sounds good. The right tower now. pizza. Oh yeah, the tower. Yeah.
3: I can't handle the tower thing. <laughs> at my age. <laughs> <laughs> the the tower. It's not.
2: It's it's just hamburger pepperoni with like pepper. I mean, it's nothing like. It's not like a massive pizza. This called the Leaning Tower. Okay. It's not like some eating challenge here. It's just, <laughs> just a hamburger pepperoni pizza man versus with, food over here. With <laughs> some peppers on it. You think it's looks like tower pizza? It's just a standard. Pizza. <laughs> it's like. a like. I just want a
3: slice a <laughs> of, of pizza, a slice and a salad. All right. Wait, we got to get a third one. You said R- R- Ramos. Ramos. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, th- those are my three. Okay, we're going to anger some oh, people with this,
2: but I, mean, I, I, I do yeah. like for fast pizza, Blaze. You can't beat Blaze. Oh, God. I that, still have never had I've it. I've never had it. That's, I mean, it's legit. Oh, wait. Momo's. Oh, oh yeah. gee, many Christmas.
3: We forgot. <laughs> Sorry, my <family>. Changing my <laughs> ring. <rangers>. Sorry, Anthony. <laughs> yeah. Ramos, you're off the list. Sean, Sorry. say it again. Momo's, Momo. Momo. Imp- apologize to Anthony. He's your friend. Oh, yeah. No, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> he's your, he's your, he's your, I know Anthony. Oh, yeah. He lets you friend. in. He,
2: I I can't even go to Momo. They're in the three. They're in my three. (laughs) Okay. All right. What Mm. do you? What's yours, Abby?
4: I love the aisles. That Leaning Tower.
2: God, really? It's too much for simple. (laughs) Careful, Abby. (laughs) All right. When we come back, uh, Nebraska basketball. um, Some big news this week. We're going to close on that with Robin. You're listening to your Oscar Line show.
1: This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics.
2: Final segment here of the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Steve Sipple, Robin Washet, as we're talking Nebraska basketball and some recruiting notes here. But first, the big roster news, Robin. Uh, Tomonaga, um dec- is declares that he'll enter the draft process with the opportunity to return to Nebraska. You broke that story this week on Husker Online, um, kind of sent some shockwaves, but a lot of guys do this.
0: Yeah, and it's to the point now. So the rule went into effect in 2019 where players can test the waters, is what they call it, of the draft process, hire an agent that's certified by the NCAA, and really take it all the way up through the combine and, and even in some cases through the draft and still maintain your college eligibility, which is a long time coming, should have always been that way. Uh, and so now players like Akeisei Tomanaga who – you know he's very much on the outside looking in in my opinion but at least he's going to have that opportunity he's going to go through it and practice against other nba draft hopefuls be in front of nba personnel get feedback from nba coaches and scouts about what he needs to work on and just you know that that's so valuable to set the tone on where he actually stands going into the offseason into this next season I have a so question. so he's going to go through it i expect him to come back um and be a, a, a if not a starter, then a
3: very integral part of the roster next year. Okay, this is for you guys. Okay, Robin, you cover the team every single game. Sean goes to every home game. And between bites of popcorn, watches the Huskers. And and, um, beer. Yeah. I watch every single game. I mean, I try to not miss a possession. Okay, so the question is, what does Casey – you Case a, you need you you watch him what does he need to show NBA scouts
0: defense first and foremost and his size is a concern he's got to prove that that, that won't be as glaring of a issue at the next level uh, and consistency so far in his career he's got a month and a half of excellent basketball he's got to be able to show he can do that over the course of a full season and do it when he's the number 1 player written on everybody's scouting report that you have to stop him and he did that towards the end of last year which is why he's in this situation right now but they're gonna say you know we we need to see you do it for more than just a few weeks like this can't be just a flash in the pan deal so he's got to show he can be a more physical defender Mm -hmm. he's got to gain weight first and foremost uh and then he's got to just show that he can do it Game after game after game throughout a whole season. Again, when when he's the marked man on and every every single night.
3: Right, that's a good. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. The, the, about the time I start to rule him out, I look at he shot fifty one percent from the field in Big mm-hmm. Ten, and it wasn't just threes. Oh. Like he
0: was getting in the lane and making right. tough layups and stuff. Right. Like over much bigger. I mean, like he was going up over Hunter Dickinson and making layups like. Right.
3: I just can't rule him out. Sam
2: Sam Hoyberg had a quote on him on the BTN thing that his left hand was literally built in a lab. That's how good say <laughs> is like with his left hand under the rim. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's extremely
0: skilled and if he can find a way to showcase that over his perceived weaknesses, then you know, he'll have a chance. People scoff
3: though. Yeah. I, I mean, I've he might not a be a draft pick. He, he
0: probably won't be a draft pick. That doesn't mean he can't make a roster. There's plenty of undrafted rookie free agents out there that yep. can at least get in the G league and you know take it from there step by step like making the NBA doesn't mean you're a lottery pick like no. that's it's not a one and one or only option like there are plenty of ways to get there and again he's got the luxury of if the NBA doesn't work out he's gonna make a big chunk of change. Back in Japan and be a hero that he is over there. So he's in a good spot.
2: You're a hero in Japan just by covering this guy. Yeah,
0: right? I, a- I'm probably the most well-known Nebraska basketball reporter in Japan. Maybe the
2: most well-known Nebraskan outside Warren Buffett in Japan. <laughs> Holy right God, Sean! <laughs>
3: Are you Thank ready you so. for that, Robin? Yeah, I was not ready for that, no. <laughs> I mean, it's
2: Warren Buffett, though, and then Robin Rushett. I would not be ready for that. <laughs> but, hey, let's stay on the topic yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hunter Salas announces he's going to Wake Forest. Mm-hmm. Um, came in for the spring game. Yeah. And I could tell you didn't have a great feel for it. Like, you didn't really think it was going to materialize, and, and it went the direction of Wake Forest. Me, I, I, it says, I don't get it. I don't understand, like, you know, I, I, whatever Wake Forest That's but – he could be a star in this state mm-hmm. and clearly doesn't want any part of it.
0: Yeah. And you just got to wonder how much that's a factor. Um, Hunter's always been a low key kid. And if he comes to Nebraska, he's going to be in the spotlight, whether he likes it or not. You know, a guy like Sam Griesel relished that. He loved every part of it. He wanted to be the face of the program. He's out there kissing babies and, mm-hmm. you know, signing autographs and doing all this that stuff. That's not Hunter. No, it's not. Like, that's, that's, he's a, a low key, keep to himself type guy that, I almost get the impression that on top of everything else, Wake Forest was offering with, you know, NIL opportunity on the court, all that sort of stuff, Steve Forbes development, all that stuff. He was, he would be a basketball player there. He wouldn't be a statewide celebrity there. And so, you know, I, I, that's just me speculating. I don't know that for, for sure, but just knowing what I know about Hunter that, 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 kind of falls in line where it I does. wonder how much of that was kind of a deciding factor for him where he didn't want all that would comes with the fishbowl. He would be in at Nebraska as being the in-state former five-star recruit, but he's not,
2: but Sam not everybody's is built the same. that way. Yeah.
0: Not everybody's Sam is same. built that way to be the right. face of a program. Hunter Styles, I, I do not believe he is. Not
3: everybody's the same. And you know, Matt rule. It's an athlete discussion. Matt Rules talked about this this world we're in now, where because of social media, largely every everything's intensified. And Robin, you're one hundred percent right. I I will tell you this: if Hunter Salas would have committed to Nebraska, my interest level next season would have shot through the roof. I would have, because uh, I'd be fascinated by mm. it, by just that part of it. And but you know what? Uh, yeah, Hunter maybe doesn't want that kind of attention, yeah, like and, you're saying.
0: Like. And so with that conversation, I mean, th- it's disappointing. That's the word I keep using about this, this whole development and the fact that Nebraska, once again, like they, they prioritized him, they got him on an official visit, you know, they put in a lot of time and effort in recruiting him. They, Fred Hoiberg spent Easter Sunday going to Spokane, Washington to do an in-home visit with him. So, I mean, like they, they put in a lot of hours with this. And so it's disappointing on that front. It's disappointing in that Hunter would have checked a lot of boxes for what Nebraska needed in that lead guard role where, you know, he's, I thought you go back to Gonzaga last year when they started playing their best ball at the end of the year, Hunter was playing a lot. And he was just kind of initiating the offense yes. a lot in that. And so I think that he could have played that role and then he's an elite level on ball defender. Mm-hmm. And so that's something Nebraska is missing right now.
3: I notice you're not using the word point guard. Yeah,
0: because I don't know – I don't know. I, that, I say lead guard because Nebraska has, like, three or four guys on the floor at all time that can be a point guard. So, like, I don't do point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, center.
3: There, there's a narrative out there, Robin, that people are saying for, – But, for but instance, you need a old, lead guard. That's what I'm saying. What people are saying that, is that Nebraska is now 0 for 4 in point guard recruiting in the portal. They've missed out on Kerr Creesa, West Virginia – Javion, 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 Javion McCollum, Oklahoma, and Latrell Wrightcell um, to Alabama. Is is Wrightcell true point? No, That's, I wouldn't. I didn't think so. No,
0: and Kirk Reese is a volume shooter at okay. point. So is he a true point? Right. Okay. I mean, he led he led the Pac twelve in assists. So obviously, okay. But you know, Alonzo Verge also was one of the Big Ten leaders in assists, and people couldn't stand him. So you know, it's it's like. Don't but put the, me in that category. The point guard position, look at the point guards Fred Hoiberg has had. They've, there's not one mold. I mean, Delano Banton, Sam Griesel, Cam Mack, Alonzo Verge. Like, each one of them is entirely different from the other. And so I don't know if they have the specific idea. Like, look at McCollum to Salas. Mm-hmm. Two totally different players. Yeah, McCollum's a true point guard. Yeah, yeah, but he's a smaller guy. Yeah. And so there's there's issues on the other end of the floor with his physicality. Oh. Whereas Hunter... The offense is the question. His size and defense are his strengths. All right.
2: As we wrap it up, Robin, what are you watching this weekend?
0: Uh, we'll see Ooh. if there's any visitors that get added. I mean, obviously, with Hunter now in the books, they officially turned the page, and they do have other irons in the fire. Uh, I've been asked countless times who those names are. I don't know yet. Um, still working on that, and I think we'll you'll start to see things move with that. Um, there's probably a chance that there's names out there that aren't in the portal yet that could surface oh, yeah. on Nebraska's radar. So this that's the thing. People are panicking because of this 0 for 4 narrative, and there's something to be said for that. They've brought in guys on official visits and haven't capitalized. But the portal is open until May 15th, okay. and Emmanuel Bandemel didn't commit or even visit until May. Okay. So, I mean, like, you're getting close to the time. You need to start getting, you know, a little worried and concerned, but I don't know if we're there okay. just yet, especially over these next few days as these next wave of names start to make their way to the fourth. Okay.
2: all right lots to follow Good this answer. week on husker online it's the draft we didn't even talk about the draft but uh we'll, we'll focus on that more after the draft next week's over with and, and we'll hit on on headlines as well uh, on friday by the way trev alberts will be joining us on husker online headlines oh. friday uh so make sure you join us for that show uh we're going to tape friday morning right 10 o'clock so 10 a.m show we'll be joined by the ad on headlines later here on the husker online channels as well uh, but thank you for joining us this week. Uh, make sure you follow us, download or subscribe to us here on the YouTube channel or anywhere that you can find podcast.
1: Thanks again for joining us this week on Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics.